0: You are listening to a message that was given at Living Word Chapel, Oracle, Arizona. It is our hope and prayer that God will use this message to speak to you and enrich your life. For more information, visit lwcoracle.org. Okay, you can be seated. Online campus, we thank you for being here with us this morning and just celebrating the goodness of God. You know, I think about markers in life. We all have markers. I think about crossing boundaries. You know, there was, um, what, 36, 37 years ago that I crossed a boundary, the state boundary from New Mexico to Arizona, uh, coming down here and uh, born and raised in Lordsburg, New Mexico, and now I'm Uh, you know, a resident of Arizona and went to the copper mines after college for a year and you cross that invisible boundary called the state line and you don't know what, what it holds for you. You don't even think about it sometimes, amen? That's how each year is. That's how each year is. There's a boundary, there's a marker every time we say this is a new year. We don't know what it holds, but for those that trust in Jesus, we know who holds it. We know who holds this year, and that's Jesus Christ. And no matter what we face, we know we're going to face it with God. Um, <clears throat> one of the beautiful things that as we go into the new year that I want to share with you is every year we do a year-end giving campaign, and we never put any pressure on anyone to give. God just shows up through his people. And uh, at, year to date, uh, after starting the new year, we're going to start out with right at $34,000 that has come in. And I, that's a go, God. Amen. <clears throat> Remember... <clears throat> Our goal is 80. Our goal is 80. And someone that's very generous in the congregation said, I'm going to meet at least half. He made it possible, him and his wife made it possible to meet at least half of that. So that hasn't even been put in. So we're about 6,000 away from reaching 80,000 for the year. So let's give God praise for that as well. Those are the things that God does, that's, those are the things that we can't do. There's nothing in James Reese that can do anything like what, what we've seen happening. When you see 190 people say yes to Jesus, and we're talking about people from from uh, memorial services. When I went to do memorial services in Bullhead City, and uh, 11 people said yes to Jesus. There's people from all over the place. They are saying yes to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, and many more this year. It'll, it'll be it's the year of outreach. This is a year of outreach. We're going to do more outreach than we ever have done before. It's a year of discipleship, where we are are intentional about discipling people, those that are in the in the in the kingdom, in the family of God, to, for you to get grow and be rooted in the things of God. It's time for some of you to step out, get out of the seat. You've been in the seat way too long. It's time for you to be pouring into the lives of people. Amen. Be pouring into the lives of people, young people in the Lord. You know, it's just wonderful what God's going to do. So we start out every year with 21 intentional days of prayer. 21 intentional days of prayer. And since we've started these intentional days of prayer, we've seen the hand of God move like we've never seen before. And and we're starting out with 21 days of prayer. Today's day two. And uh, the the ones that are going to be leading our, our prayer campaign... Wonderful, wonderful family that couple that God has brought into Living Word Chapel from Alaska, and it's uh, Chris and Terry Budke. So would you would you come up, Chris and Terry? Give them a big hand as they come up. (laughs) There's a handheld mic as you come up, Chris, right there in the side. I'm so excited at prayer. And excited for you guys coming on board, Chris and Terry. Go ahead and talk to them about a little bit about yourself and then share about the campaign.
1: Hello. You bless people, you. I'm Chris. This is my wonderful wife, Terry. We moved to Oracle in April and kind of been wondering what we're to do. And we figured it out. Thank you, Jesus. So uh, we're going to be leading the 21 Days of Prayer Um So what I'd do is invite you to come to that. Um, We're going to be here at 7 o'clock tomorrow morning at the Oracle campus for those people that can join us. That would be really cool. Um, If you can't, we're going to do online also, like we've been doing, so click into that. Um, There's hard copies on the web page of our wonderful 21 Days of Prayer priority listing, stuff that we're going to concentrate on in 21 days. Um, hard copies are also back there for people who aren't like me, who are technically savvy. So if you want a hard copy, you can get them at the Welcome Center back there. And uh, if you have any questions about this, pastor, myself, my wonderful wife. Okay? And I'm going to lead you in the first part of our Sunday gatherings, which is actually day two of this. So he says in 2 Chronicles, the Lord says in 2 Chronicles 7, 14 and 15, if My people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven And I will forgive their sins and will heal their land. Now my eyes will be open and my ears will be attentive to the prayers offered in this place. If there's ever been a time for a call of prayer and repentance in the United States of America, guess what? It's today. It's not. We need God. We've always needed Him, but we need Him to do amazing things, and we ask him to do that, to heal hate, division, ungodliness, and the things that that set itself up to destroy this great republic. The benchmark of the United States has always been rooted in God, rooted in the Bible, rooted in prayer. When this important foundation convicts us, which it should every day, it should lead us to be a people of prayer. This will affect our country. It will affect those around us. We'll do amazing work because that's what God does. Amen. God has given us the remedy to the situations that are before us. And it is prayer. Those that are called by his name, the name above all names, Jesus Christ, If we do turn to him, he will do amazing things. He will heal us from our wicked ways. God will forgive. He will heal. He will give us the answers to the dilemmas we face every day. He is an amazing God, choosing to do amazing things through us. But he's asking us to come together and pray. It starts with me. It starts with you. More prayer and less worldly stuff. More love, less hate. Let us strive to make a difference in our communities. This is Pastor was talking about. Let us strive to make a difference in our state and our country. All for the glory of God. For nothing, absolutely nothing is impossible, impossible for, God. for God. Amen.
2: <clears throat> so this is where we deviate from the plan. Because there's a prayer that's printed online and uh, on the hard copy, but we're not going to pray that prayer. We're going to uh, pray this prayer for our beloved nation, which is day number two. We're going to pray for America right now. Thank you. Uh, uh, I take all hallelujahs, yes, Lord, all of that, whatever you want, <laughs> to encourage this prayer and in, be in agreement. um So let's pray now. Lord, we come to you in the precious name of Jesus. And we lift up our beloved nation to you. We pray over the USA in 2022 that she will know peace. The true peace which passes all understanding. The peace that can only be found in Christ Jesus. That she will know joy. The true joy that is only found in the presence of God, that she will know wisdom, the wisdom from above, which is first pure, then peaceable, undefiled, willing to yield to you, and full of mercy and good fruit. God, I ask today in Jesus' name that you would bless kings and those who are in authority. We acknowledge that the kings and people who are in authority may or may not be... May or may not be two different people, groups of people. Lord, we pray that you would shower them all with your goodness, which brings men to repentance. Father, for those leaders and workers in government who may yet be saved, we ask that you would pour out your spirit of salvation upon them. Amen. From the president to the humblest, most unknown worker in the land, let them cry out to you for mercy. And salvation, and Father, for those who refuse to be saved and refuse to honor you and walk in righteousness and justice, we pray that their days in office would be few and that another would take their office according to your will and your plans only, Lord. Father, in Jesus' name, we ask that revival would fall on America in 2022. We ask that Christians would rise up and preach Jesus in the streets. We ask that the churches would be filled again with people who are being saved. We pray that you would give us, your servants, boldness to preach and speak as we ought to speak. Father, we also ask that you would protect these United States of America in 2022. Protect her people, her supply chain, her economy, her food sources, her ports, her airspace, her military, her government, her cities, her villages, her schools, her shopping malls, airports, and every other facility. Protect our Constitution and Bill of Rights. Protect the integrity of our Supreme Court. For we acknowledge that even though the court is called supreme, you are actually the supreme being and you rule over all as you will. Father, we need you. We need you to give life to our nation again. Heal and restore our economy. Protect and bring justice to our elections. Repair our health care system and set it right, Heal our military. We pray against every false theology and ideology, which are idolatry. And in Jesus' name, we cast them down in America right now. We decree and declare that 2022 will be the year in which America and Americans and every stranger within our gates will wake up and see the light of Jesus Christ. Amen. We declare and decree that 2022 is the year in which we shall know all truth and the truth shall make us free. We decree that life shall prevail in 2022 and that every murderous intent of every person disposed to evil is cast down now and replaced with the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. We declare that there shall be an end to control and manipulation in 2022 and that freedom would ring out again from even the (coughs) dirt and the stones of our nation we declare and decree that the truth of Jesus Christ, the word of God, shall run swiftly from border to border, from lakeshore to gulf shore, and from sea to shining sea, and that all the people in our great nation will, would be filled with your spirit as you pour out your spirit upon all flesh. Father, may there there may be much darkness around us, but you shine. Through the darkness. Amen. You have done so much in 2021 and in the years past to right many wrongs in our nation. We praise you for that and we thank you. And in 2022, we humbly ask you to bless us and heal our land. Turn your people back to you and do exceedingly, abundantly, above and beyond all we could ever dare to ask, hope, or think. Show up, Lord, and do the great and mighty for us in the USA this year. And we thank you, Father, in Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. 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 And amen. (laughs) Let's
0: give the Lord praise. Make a copy of that for me to take to Kearney. Amen, and amen, and amen. With a show of hands, if you want a copy, a a hard copy, because I know at the end of the service it gets kind of hard, show of hands, if you want a hard copy of the 21 days of prayer, raise your hands, and we're going to get you copies as I get ready to preach. I just know that I think it's important for every one of us to be praying this 21 days. Keep your hands raised so that they can see your hands, and they're going to go to you. (coughs) And with your other hand, I want you to go to your Bible. Gospel of John, we're going to be in the Gospel of John. You can go to your Bible on your phone, go to your Bible on your smart device, you and go to your hard copy printed Bible, we're going to be in the Gospel of John. And I'm going to be talking to you this morning about in the beginning. It's a great subject, right? In the beginning, we are beginning a new year. How many of you know that God is the God of new beginnings? So as we look at the gospel of John, here are some things that we need to kind of understand, lay a little foundation. Who, who was John? John was the brother of James, who both were the sons of Zebedee. They were fishermen. As we go through the narrative, we're going to find out right away that there's another John. That's not the John that is writing. That will be John the Baptist in around verse 6 or verse 7 of, of the first chapter. So we can't mistake him with John the Baptist. Uh, we also want to kind of grab a hold of that, that uh, the gospel of John was written, most estimates, most, uh, most theologians believe around A.D. 95... That it was written. And this is very important. When you read the Gospel of John, you'll quickly find out that the whole thesis, the whole, the whole thrust of it is it is a gospel of belief. There are seven signs in the Gospel of John. And every one of those signs are given so that we will believe and trust in Jesus Christ. In fact, the whole the, the thesis statement of this whole book is in chapter 20, verse 31, and there it says, these have been written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. If you are in Christ, you are alive. You have eternal life, but you also have an abundant life. And that's so important. But the other focus that that we see in John is that he focuses on the love of God. It's in the Gospel of John we find that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So that anyone who will believe in him will not perish but have eternal life. Amen. He didn't send the son into the world to condemn the world but that through the son the world would be saved. So the church is not a place of condemnation. The church is a place of restoration. The church is not a place of hate. It's a place of love. The church is a place of grace, radical grace. Gets God's riches at the expense of Christ. Amen? And we find out that when we, when we live that out, when we, when we walk in it, when we're led by his word, that it changes everything about us. But we have to start where? In the beginning. I really believe that we're crossing over a threshold, a marker in 2022 that we've never been in before. But we've, we're going to see the hand of God move in ways that we've never seen before. I believe that. I believe that. I believe that God's hand is not too short. I believe he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And I believe that he wants to do great things. And the only thing that keeps us from seeing the hand of God move in our lives is our lack of faith and trust in him. And I'm not talking about name it and claim it kind of faith. I'm talking about faith that trust in the name of Jesus Christ. Trust that his word is true. Trust that he is the same that he's always been. So here's how it starts. We're going to... uh, Verse 1, I'm going to re- be reading from the New American Standard Bible. And it says this. It says, in the beginning was a word. Just real quick, word there is logos. Okay? We're going to talk about that. In the beginning was the logos, the word, and the word was with God. You notice that the word was with God. So he was accompanying God. Okay? And the word was God. Whew. Right? Now the word is who? Jesus. I remember the first time I ever got this, I had been maybe a year in the faith, born again, walking with Jesus. I had heard about Jesus. I, but the first time that I really grabbed a hold of this in the beginning was the word, Jesus. And the word was with God. In other words, he's not the father. He was with God. And the word was God. Jesus is God, then you begin to understand the what? The Trinity, that God is revealed to us in three persons. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We'll we'll read more about the Holy Spirit in a little bit, but right now, introduction. Verse 2, he, he being the word, was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and apart from him, not even one thing came into being that has come into being. So nothing can be without Jesus. Nothing can be without Jesus. Verse four: "In Him was life, and the life was the light of mankind." That's a powerful verse. In Jesus is life, and His life is a light that illuminates our souls. Illuminates our minds, illuminates our hearts, and the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not grasp it or did not comprehend it or did not overtake it because the light is the light of God, Jesus being the light of the world. So I'm going to give you three quick, I believe, impactful points that will help us to start out 2021 the right way. Let me, let me ask you a question. Who wants to start out the right way in 2021? 20, I'm sorry, 2022. <laughs> Rewind online. Let's start over again. <laughs> I wrote 2021. I'm going to change that real quick. <laughs> Technology. Starting out right in 2022. We don't, I don't want to relive 2021. It was hard. Here's here's the first first thing I want us to grab a hold of. Life begins and ends with Jesus. Everything starts and ends with Jesus. In Genesis, which is the very beginning of God explaining creation to us, it says this in, in Genesis 1 verse 1. It says, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. Now, we're talking about the billions of galaxies, the stars, everything in it. So in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And then he, in, in the rest of the six days, he fills the heavens and the earth with goodness in his creation. In John, John's gospel is so much different than what are called the synoptic gospels, which is Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Luke. Matthew, Mark, and Luke are very similar. Have you ever read Matthew, Mark, and Luke? It's it's three authors that are looking at uh, 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 the, the life of Jesus from a different vantage point, but they're very similar. John comes from a whole different angle. There's four gospels of the life of Jesus. The gospels are the life of Jesus Christ, from his birth to his death. Okay? John's gospel is completely different, and he comes right away explaining the creation explaining the beginning. So Genesis says in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. John starts out with in the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God and the Word was God. And it is one of the most important revelations for people to realize because you will hear a lot of distorted doctrine or theology that says Jesus is not God. God, or that Jesus is a God. You ever had someone knock on your door? That's what they're teaching. So you have to understand, what does the word of God say? It tells us that Jesus is God. He has every attribute that God has. So when Jesus is living in your life, the eternal word is living in your life. He did not become God, or he didn't rise up to the level of God. He was God and will always be God. And then you begin to understand that he's the second person of, uh, of the triune God. He's not the father. You got your notes. You can write down, he's not the father, but he has every attribute that the father has. The Apostle Paul, when he's writing to the Philippians, and it it helps us when when you read the Gospel of John and then the Apostle Paul expands on it, right? In chapter two, verse five, he says, have this attitude in yourself, which which was also in Christ Jesus, who although he existed in the form of God, in other words, he came God in the flesh, did not regard equality with God a thing to be grasped, But emptied himself, taking the form of a bondservant, and being made in the likeness of man, because Jesus was fully God, but he also became what? Fully man. That's good theology. Verse 8. Being found in the appearance as, as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross, Now logos, to the Greek, they were living in the in the days of the Greek, logos meant the meaning of everything. When you ask, what is, what is life all about? What's the purpose of life? What is the meaning of all this? Logos was the meaning of everything. Now to the Greeks, especially the Greek philosophers, they used the term to signify the all-pervasive mind which ruled and gave meaning to all things in other words for them the intellect was the most the, the grandest thing that any human could have and the logos if you had it you understood the meaning your mind had expanded and you understood what 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 everything was all about so to the greek and even in modern times to, to know the meaning is always it. I, I just, I got it. I know it. But think about that. That is very impersonal. And John comes and he says, no, 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 no. The meaning of life is not an it. The meaning of life is a he. And he's very personal. Personal. That's why religion doesn't change your life. Because religion is an it. You know what changes your life? A personal relationship with Jesus Christ. That's a he. He's personal, right? And, And people today try to find their purpose in everything else Except for him. Do you not think that a pandemic can be a positive? Hear me. When you have a God lens, don't you think that everything can be a positive? Don't you think that God can use everything in our life to reveal his glory. Don't you you know that there are so many people that are trying to find their meaning in life with the it's that sometimes our life has to be shaken up to understand that the it's are not the meaning of life and we need to find the he who is the meaning of You see, it's in Jesus where you find your meaning. It's in Jesus where you find your purpose. It's in Jesus Christ where you find the reason for living. It's in Jesus where you realize that every breath is a gift. Every handshake is a blessing. Every hug is a sign of of the love of God working in us and through us. It's in Jesus where we find your forgiveness. You know, there are so many people living condemned. There are so many people living as product of their choices. It's through the logos, through the word of God that you find your forgiveness. And I'm talking about your complete forgiveness. It's in Jesus where you find your healing. It's it's, it's in Him that we find that He's the only one who has the power to create change and transformation in our lives. I'm not the same person I was when God found me through Jesus Christ. I'm not that person anymore. He's made a lot of changes, and He's the only one that can. You're not the same person. That you were before Jesus. You're not. That's why we shouldn't try to live the same. We should progressively be moving upward. We should progressively be be moving forward. We should be progressing. See, Christians, followers of Christ, followers of Christ, we go. We don't stand. We stand, yeah, against the wiles of the devil, but we don't stay there. We don't retreat. Jesus, as he's talking again to the same author, John, in the Revelation. See, John, the apostle, also wrote Revelation. It's not revelations, it is the revelation of Jesus Christ. And this is what Jesus said to John in in chapter 1, verse 8. He says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, who is and who was and who is to come. He is present in my life. He was always present in my life. 1967, February 1st, Lordsburg, New Mexico, Lordsburg uh, Municipal Hospital, whatever it was called. I don't even know. I was born there, but he was there. He knew that there was going to come a day that I would say yes to him. Even before that, even before I was even a, a gleam in my daddy's eye, even before my dad and my mom had that night that, or day, whatever it was, that special whatever happened. <laughs> even before that, Jesus was there. Amen. He had a plan. And he not only is he, is he is, he was, and he is to come. And that is why we can start 2022 with an understanding that if God is for us, who and what can be against us? And the most powerful thing that we can do right now is to draw closer to Jesus Christ. The greatest thing that we can do, quit complaining about what's going on outside and stay inside with Jesus and let Him change your heart and your mind and your life. And let me tell you, watch out, devil. Watch out. Because here's the second thing that we, we need to take away. Life will never make sense without Jesus Christ. And when my life doesn't make sense, it's because I'm looking at the wrong source. When my life begins to, to spiral, when I when I get a uh, 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 spiritual uh, vertigo, when I get vertigo in my life and everything starts spinning out of control, you know what I need to do? I need to go back to Jesus. I need to go back to him because he is my substance, he's my bearings, he's my calm, he's my peace. In him, or I'm sorry, he was in the beginning with God, all things came into being through him and apart from him, not even one thing came into being that has come into being. And I want you to think about this. That, that helps you to make sense of everything. Everything that is is because of Jesus. Everything that, 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 that is, has life is because of our Savior. It tells me that, that my world is not a world of chaos, even though everything around me tries to bring chaos into this world. My, my world was created by an intelligent designer. My, my world and this, this cosmos was created by the logos, by the, the, the meaning of everything. And he does everything good. And so it tells me that when my, when my life begins to go out of control, it's because I'm relying and I'm looking at the wrong source. You see, our world is not a mindless act. That's the thoughts of man without God. Think about it. Men without God, they do mindless things. They do things that don't make any sense. Are you with me? Killing, murder, rape, all these things, those those things don't make sense. That's because they're doing things without reasoning. Truth. They're not reasoning love. They're not reasoning joy in the things that are important to us. In our life. And if you get clarity from the beginning, it enables you to navigate through the middle with clarity. Hear me. For the years that I've been walking with God, He helps make things clear. And I've had some really bad things happen to to me and my family. Bad things. Things that, that that are that 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 hurt, that knock the, the the spiritual wind out of us, knock the emotional wind, all these things. And and I and you you might be in here and you may be going through, navigating through that too. But I'm telling you, if you go back to the beginning to understand that there's an intelligent designer that's in your life with Jesus, that he will help you make sense even of the things that don't make sense. He will help bring healing. To the hurt. And and that's why, hear hear me, this is so important. That's why every year people make resolutions. And and let me tell you why do people make resolutions? Why? Because they want to get better. But if we start our resolutions without the premise of the logos, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and that He was with God, and everything that was made was made through Him, and nothing that was made was made without Him. I want to start my beginning with Him creating or recreating things in my life that only He can do. You know, Jesus said, I make all things new. We'll read in, in, in a little bit later. We'll read that he talked to Nicodemus and he said, "Nicodemus, you need to be born again. You need a new beginning." And Nicodemus was a was a was a religious leader. He was a Pharisee. Everyone went and listened to him. So you need to be born again. You need to start over. So some when you know we're we're going to be baptizing someone today, and I'm I'm so excited about that. But really, what you're saying, I'm going to starting over. I'm starting over and my beginning now has a beginning with God. I don't care how old you are. If you haven't had Jesus come into your life, you need a new beginning. Right. Baptism is just showing everybody, hey, I am, I am a follower of Jesus. I need to be cleansed from my past. I am going into his death. I'm, gonna be, I'm, I'm going to die into his death. I'm going to be resurrected to new life, a new person. So you may be coming into 2022 saying things like this. I need more money. I need to get fit. I need to be the best. I need to be happier. I need to be perfect. But really what we need to be saying is, I need Jesus. That's really what we should be saying Because what I've come to find out about Jesus is that my perfection comes only through Him. Because I am in Christ, I am perfect in God's sight. Did you know that? That, That's going to just blow you out of the water. But God doesn't see me, He sees me in Christ. (laughs) Isn't that awesome? I'm a new creation. And so are you. So, so you want to be perfect. I, if you need more money, can I, you got to go to the one that has everything? Amen. Now, let's just think about what's happened at Living Word Chapel. What, what's gone on monetarily? God has shown up, and God meets the needs monetarily. God has shown up in Shauna's and my family, in my life because we gave up years ago. We gave up what we were doing to go into ministry. And believe me, when you go from what you're doing, you, when you go into ministry. You usually don't make a lot of Money. But what I've come to find out is I didn't need more money. I needed Jesus, and Jesus has been faithful all the way through. So I would say this to you right now. This is important. Maybe this is the year that, as you say, I need you, Jesus, in my finances, that you begin to completely change your debt, Rachel. You begin to change the way that you think, the way that you act, and God begins to show up in your finances like never before, and you're going to see it. Amen? I need to get more fit. Well, you can if you present your bodies as a living sacrifice to God. Amen? Holy and acceptable to God. So my, my, my body, my mind, and, and I'm with you. I'm with you there. You know, I, I, could, I could lose a couple of those. Uh, that's why I wear vests now. No sneak peeks. (laughs) But if you start with Jesus, in the beginning, Jesus, and everything begins to make sense. You want to be happier. Well, happiness comes from moments and circumstances, but joy comes from God. Are you with me? You don't need more happiness. You need joy. So you need Jesus. Are you with me? If you're upset about things over and over, it's not that, it's not, you're upset because you're focused on the wrong person. Paul, again, writing to the church in Colossae, kind of expanding what we've been learning, he writes, He is before, talking about Jesus, He is before all things, and in Jesus, all things are held together. All things. you know there's churches that have shut down because of the pandemic can i tell you what's holding us and keeping us upright what's keeping us upright it's jesus it's not my great leadership or the elders great leadership i got we got great elders but can i tell you without jesus we're doomed to fail What's going to keep your marriage intact? What's going to make some of you guys get married? <laughs> I'll be focusing on that. Sorry, I'll be focusing. If you're not married and you know you're doing the wild thing, it's time to get married. I'll just be—I'll be blunt. You know why? Because Jesus will be there. Huh? It's the word of God. It's the word of truth. It's what helps us. He holds all things together. He, he has the power to hold my life in his hands. My world, and my world has gone progressively bigger every year. My world, my, the, my, the scope of everything that I manage has gone progressively bigger every year. Children, then you have grandchildren. you got ministry, you got businesses. How many of you have businesses? How many of you have different things that you're navigating? It gets bigger and bigger. My world has gone bigger, but it's not too big for God. Jesus holds everything together. But I must start with him and be led by him. Because Jesus said follow me. That's what Jesus calls us, follow me. And without him, what I realized is that without him, my life is dark and dead. Do you know that? When, When I lived outside of Christ, my life was dark. But pastor, you worked underground. Of course it was dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my my choices were dark, the things that I did. So here's the third thing that we take away. Life is dead and dark without Jesus Christ. Someone say amen if you believe that. In him was life. Can you say that with me? In him was life. And the life was the light of mankind. And the light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not grasp it. One of the primary themes of Jesus' life is that he is the giver of life. I have eternal life. I don't have to fear death. I don't fear death because I'm anchored to the word of truth that says that even if I die, I'm gonna be in the presence of God. I have an abundant life. That means that my life has meaning. It's it's, it's worth something. And you can have neither without without Jesus. You you cannot have eternal life with God, and you cannot have an abundant life with God without Jesus. And think with me, life is everything, right? How do I know that? Because my mom on her deathbed, she uh, uh, she was, oh my goodness, DNR. Before I I left the room, she was DNR. She said, don't do it. And then when I left the room, she told him, change it to full code. In other words, do everything you can to save me. (laughs) I said, Mom, I came in. I said, Mom, is that what you want? She looked at me with that mom look like, don't say anything. Life is everything. And light is essential. Light is essential. A dark world is a depressed world. Can I tell you those people that in your life, or maybe you're in here and you're depressed, it's a dark place. It's a dark place. But the remedy is Jesus Christ. The remedy is the one who came to give you life and to give you light. Jesus is the ultimate good. He overcomes the work of evil in our life and around our lives. Do you you ever question yourself, why don't people feel comfortable around me when they're doing things that are dark? That's because of Jesus being in you. And when people start getting comfortable around you doing dark things, you need to evaluate your heart and your soul. Jesus came into a dark world. We're going to read and we're going to find that he came to his own and his own did not receive him. He explains that very, very, very clearly. He explains that, that, that sometimes people, they want evil. They want evil more than God. I was gonna say good, but God is the only one who's good, amen. And it's not all o- it's only, it's only when you say, I need God that you begin to shun evil in your life. Can I tell you what's happened in America? And any other place in the world where where, where, where it's just colliding? It's because evil reigns and darkness reigns. How how many people do you think are gonna watch this live cast? How many people do you think are gonna watch it? Just guesstimate. How many people do you think are gonna watch porn today? Think with me. The only way that we will change is if we come to the light and the love of Jesus Christ. The light and the life of God. And let me tell you something, and you may know someone, or you may be that someone, or you may be watching right now, you've been there, and you say, I'm fine without him. I'm doing fine. That's good for them, but I'm doing fine. You will never be doing fine without Jesus. You will never be okay without God because evil dwells in our hearts without Jesus. Right. We are dark without the light of the Word of God. But when He becomes primary, Evil becomes secondary and then thirdary and then it becomes oh evil becomes something that we cast out. See this dark place over here. We don't live here. You won't see me who for who I am, but if I come here, you will see me for who I am. Jesus said, Walk in the light, live in the light. That's what needs to happen in 2022. What needs to happen is we need to embrace the light and the life of God and his righteousness and his newness. And if you have it, how dare us not share it with other people around us? Instead of us talking about how bad our communities are, how bad our world is, we need to share the love of Jesus with a world so desperately in need of Him. And He doesn't need a theologian, He just needs a fly fisherman. He just needs a plumber. He just needs a railroad worker. He just needs a cop. He just needs whoever you are. He needs a concrete pourer. He needs a manager from uh, from, uh, the mine. He needs whoever you will be to say, I want to share the love of Jesus. Maybe you're here today, and God brought you here to this place the reason that you would say, I want to walk with Jesus in 2022 and the rest of my life. I want to give my life to him. If that's you, I want you to raise your hand and say, I want to follow Jesus. Amen. I see your hands. It's beautiful. That's beautiful. And great things are happening. And if you're watching online, today's the day that you can say yes to Jesus. Today's the day that you can come back home To the home you've been looking for, to the place of peace and restoration, to the place where He will He will recreate you into the person you can never be without Him. So I'm gonna lead you in a prayer, God, today I'm coming back home. I am tired of trying to live my life without you. I admit that I need you in my life. I admit I need Jesus Christ as my Savior and my Lord. I believe that, Jesus, you went to the cross and died for all my sins at Calvary. I believe that you rose from the dead on the third day just like the Bible said you would. And today I choose to follow you, to confess you as my Lord, to follow you from this day forward. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. Let's give God a big hand because he's not done. He's still working. He's still working. Let's stand up and worship Him. This has been a message from Living Word Chapel. We hope that you've been blessed by it. Make sure you check out lwcoracle.org for more information.